Welcome to another episode of the Marketing and Cupcakes podcast brought to you by us. <laughs> What's up, JP? What's going on, Mike? First of all, I got I got to thank uh, Venturex Holyoke for allowing us to uh, re- record these episodes in their podcast room. And the cool thing is, it's not just for me and JP. If you're looking for a space to record your podcast, you don't necessarily have to have your office here like I do. But you could come out and rent the podcast room. So just if you want more info on that or looking to rent some office space, just go to www.venturex.com slash Holyoke and they can take care of you. So that out the way, hope you're having a great, great, great day, morning, evening, afternoon or anything in between. We're going to jump right in. Today, we're going to do a recap of Marketing and Cupcakes 3. And if you don't know what Marketing and Cupcakes is, we have these amazing, amazing in-person events mm-hmm. where we uh, vibe together, entrepreneurs, business owners, business professionals, people that want to be, and 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 uh, I like to say aspiring to be. Um, and then we, we talk marketing, and we have a good time. We network. We get to learn about other people's businesses, their ideas, what they're looking to do. And then yours truly gets up on stage and shares a topic around marketing. I've been doing this since I was nine. I love marketing. I love teaching what I what I know. And I love, love, love. My favorite part of the whole thing is seeing people get results following the things that I teach. And it's, it's kind of cool. And everyone, when people report back, Mike, I did it. I've been doing it and it's working. And so that's part of what we're going to do here. Um, visit our website, marketingthecupcakes.com for more about that. So today we're going to talk about how to create a marketing plan for the month. JP, you were there, and you you. I always like when we're talking about this on the way here in the standout truck, and and, and we we us discussing, you know, the recap. So, what anything you want to say about uh, Mac three? Uh, well, with Mac three, I just thought that uh, you talked about uh, keeping it real simple, and you talked about how you should have a goal for your marketing for the week. Um, if you can kind of like get in there, because I thought it was real good about like how you just wanted to keep it real, real, real simple so that we don't get distracted. Because you know and I know that uh, we tend to overthink and we try to build up and we say that we're not ready to put it out or we're going to do this and then life happens and we get set back. So how can we just keep it simple so that we can keep it moving? So as, that's great. So the re and you know I'm always say keep it simple, um, and that goes back to that nine year old thing. And I just kind of like one plus one equals two simple formulas, right? So the thing with your with your weekly marketing plan or marketing goal, you always want to keep that simple because, like you said, and like we always say, uh, when people are confused, you lose. So keep that in mind. When they're confused, you lose. So not only do you, you want to keep it simple to keep yourself on track, you want to keep it simple to keep your audience on track. Um, and when, when we talk about keeping your, your marketing plan simple for the week, you just have one goal, just one goal for that week. Uh, you Whether that's um, drive more leads or drive more traffic to your website or get more person, people into the store. Like, what's that one goal for the week? And if, and if, you, if you do that then you can do things to help you um, actually uh, uh, have a successful marketing plan because you could you could measure if it's working or not it's either you know either worked or didn't 
Like we did all these things and we got more traffic to the website. Okay, great, that worked. We did all these things and no, we got no more traffic to the website. Okay, what can we tweak? So th that allows you to stay on track. So things that are measurable. Exactly. Okay. You know what else, too, JP? What I what I liked about Mac three that I introduced. So Google a few years ago did this study and they call it the zero moment of truth. And if you never heard about it uh, and you're listening, uh, uh, Google that. Uh, go on YouTube to go like Google uh, zero moment of truth, and then they break down like how consumers typically buy and their buy buying behavior. Now they you know when they move and when they take action. If you could start understanding that and plugging that into your your your, uh, your weekly uh, marketing plan or goal, you should do well. But you had something else you was asking me, JP. Yeah, well, we talked about themes. Um, themes for the week. You were talking about just keeping it real simple so that you were talking about 52 plays. Okay. Yeah, so if you can kind of like tell everybody what 52 plays is because I'm still a little confused myself. Yeah, so so when we talk about the 52 plays, like if you look at the look if you look at your year that way, there's 52 weeks in the year, right? Right. So if you if you look at these marketing um, plans that you make and these weekly plans as 52 different plays that you're creating. Okay. Right? So like now you know, okay. If I'm a I'm a I'm a cupcake shop. Um and and my goal is to 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 market to people, but I'm going okay. How am I, how how am I create these fifty two plays? Well, one week, we could the theme of the week can be lemon. So we talk about lemon cupcakes and lemon meringue pie and lemon this and lemon that. And I'm sure some people are getting hungry and getting ready to go to their favorite break, bakery for the week because they, we just talked about that. But if if you broke down all your content that way. But let's say the goal was to get people to come into the shop, right? So you're talking about these lemon cupcakes. You're doing some behind-the-scenes stuff of how you frost them. And then you say, hey, listen, the first 15 people that come in today and mention lemon frosting, they get two cupcakes, buy one, get one, or whatever that deal is you offer you give them to, to get them to come in. Like, you, you, you know, you look at your numbers, and then you see uh, week to week, you had an a increased traffic flow of 200, just keeps 50 to 200 more people coming coming through the door. You know you crushed it with that week. You you got that to work. So like next week when you do uh, uh, the the uh, chocolate theme or the week after that vanilla or whatever you may want to do, you you know it's gonna work. So think about any small business having 52 plays that they can run um, to get more customers in the door. You don't have to worry about your marketing anymore as far as, as what you have to create because you already got a blueprint, 52 of them, 12 of them, 36 of them, however, however many, um, that, you, that you know is going to work. And then when you hire um, a marketing agency because now you're not doing your marketing anymore, you could show them what was working, and then they got a blueprint to just uh, magnify and amplify to, to help you bring in more more customers and then and while what they're doing now because like I said you you, you move on to where you're hiring you know um, you can follow along with what's going on to them like I remember uh, John Sartino who's one of my mentors and if you go to previous episodes of this podcast we in the entrepreneurs up and entrepreneur series John breaks down John is a guy who started the Vermont teddy bear company and John breaks down like how he grew this teddy bear thing that he was doing, making teddy bears and selling them in the streets of Vermont. 
he turns it into this $120 million company. And John starts talking about, like, some of the marketing stuff that he did and the advertising stuff that he did. But, like, he was able to grow that business significantly because he started off with this simple marketing plan, and then he used advertising to magnify it. He used uh, – uh, this was, like, before influencer, mar- influencer marketing was what it was. And this is why I always, I always tell people, like, we like to believe, like, we bring up, we bringing up some new stuff. But if you study marketing and study advertising, you realize it's the same stuff coming up. Uh, but we just kind of uh, uh, inject new technology with it. So, like, John was doing – he had Howard Stern talking about his teddy bears and, and, and Don Imus and, 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 and all these other big-name radio personalities, and they were talking about his teddy bears. And he was feeding them the type of marketing messages he wanted them to say. So he'd be like, he'd give him bullet points to say, and he would send him a teddy bear and say, hey, I want you to experience it. Send it to someone, do whatever you do, and, and then come back and talk about it. But here's a couple bullet points I need you to hit. But those bullet points that he needed them to hit was stuff that he would, the, the marketing messages he crafted when he was in the street of Vermont telling people, get figuring out how to get people to buy these beers. So, like, that became his simple theme for the week, right? If this week I say this, say this, say that. But then now he, he, when, he, when he got into the point where he was advertising and distributing those messages, those are the things that turned out to be helping be create a $120 million company. So that's another reason why I encourage everybody to, to embrace this boring hard work part of it, like understanding building these, these 52 plays, because out of those 52 plays, two, three of them might be a $120 million play. See, I, I find that fascinating because even if you're just starting out or if you're um, a, a matured business, like that applies. Like that totally percent. applies. So if you're, say, for myself, just starting out a business, right? Uh, just going hard and getting 52 plays, knowing that uh, you have content that you have ready for the whole entire week. So no matter what life throws at you for that week, you got to go. You're able to put it in. And a lot of these platforms, you're allowed to put in for like mm-hmm. set up your calendar, schedule have, it. Yep. Great point. Yeah. So I, I just find that would that would make being a business owner uh, a lot easier because you have that part of your business, that content already taken care of and cruising for the week, so you can manage your business. Exactly. And you're not you're not winging it. And and that's the thing, like. You know, the difference, you know, we work, you know, we work with some some of the top brands in the world. Right. Uh, but stand, they, they advertise with us on Standout Truck, right? And and one of the things we always talk about is the difference between, like, a big brand like a MGM and a smaller company. And you, you understand they're looking to do the same thing. But, like, when the bigger brands come in, like, I mean, everything's planned to the T. Mm-hmm. And it's just so they already kind of know what they're looking to do. And then the, the smaller brands... They they want to do that, and then but if, I think it's cool too because what we're able to do is we're able to help the smaller brands understand um, just through our knowledge of what we do, and then knowing what what works and what the bigger brands do, and then we're able to help them in the sense that they come in and they buy their time on the truck, and we go okay, and they come with their ideas, and we help them flush it out a little more. Okay, you want to do you know twenty hours over here, but. Has something a little more efficient. If you do this, 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 and this, now you're in total control. You could take your 20 hours and do exactly that, or you could listen to this stuff. And it's cool when we're able to to take some of the things that we know works um, that, that the bigger brands do and help the smaller brands. But one of the things the bigger brands always do is they they just always organize and they always have it have it um, planned out pretty cool. See, I also think that they um, they do a great job of um 
always reminding the people about their current pains that they have. So I, I, like that's one thing that they they're always consistent with. Um, yeah, you, you that's you're right. <laughs> Good point because if you if you think about it too, like when you look at and that's really what advertising and, and marketing really is about, right? Kind of like highlighting the pain point, but then offering a solution. Mm-hmm. So like you know you have a like you have a long busy week and you and you need to relax. Come on out and enjoy our free concert series. That's kind of like what MGM had us do all summer, right? Fridays, uh, six hours every Friday to remind people about the free concert series, right? So if you think about think about that, that was part of their marketing plan for the week, right? So if you, wherever you went and they distributed their messages different ways, social, I seen the stuff on social, they had some stuff on, on, on TV, they do, they, they have tra- traditional billboards and then they also utilize standout truck, right? right? But this, the message, the simple message was, um, to come out and hang, hang, we have a free concert series, come on out and hang out, right? So they wasn't bombarding them with a crazy message, but they knew all the stuff that they was doing through the week, that last part of that marketing was to have standout truck in Springfield, West Springfield, those areas where they know most of their demographic comes from that, that they actually visit. And this the cool thing that the big uh, businesses have access to, just amazing data around who their actual customers are and, and, and what they do. So, like, being able to put all this stuff together and and, and, and wrapping it up, we got about I, I wanted to say, just remember that, you know, there's there's so many different types of content that you could that you could create. Blogging, videos, podcasting, lead magnets, emails, slideshow presentations, social media posts, in-person events and productions. And, like, put some of those things together day one is social day two is a pocket whatever that however you however you work it out create the content and, and distribute it and if you want to learn more about this just like i said just go on go on marketingcupcakes.com uh become a mac red member that gives you access to all of the marketing and cupcakes uh replays that we have up there and and you know just you'll be able to Put this stuff together and, and break it down. And if you, the next next time we have a marketing and cupcakes event, please, 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 we want you, we want you to attend. Um, that that's what what where, where the magic happens. You get to meet us um, and join our uh, text list. So I want you to pull out your phone right now, or write this number down. But even better, pull out your phone right now and text Mac M A C one. So text MAC1 to 413-251-6762, and we're going to rock it out. So until the next episode, time is the most valuable commodity. Thank you for spending some time with us. Anything you want to say, JP? Text MAC1 right now. That's it, 413-251-6762. Peace.